0: Brought to you by CareFeed, senior community's central place for seamless communication and engagement with their residents, families, and staff. CareFeed's HIPAA secure communication platform digitizes and automates antiquated processes like paper admission agreements, satisfaction surveys, and care notifications, and seamlessly distributes them via text, email, or voicemail. Learn more at carefeed.com. Hello, and welcome to the Glowing Older podcast, where we interview experts on innovation in senior living and the business of aging well. I'm your host, Nancy Griffin, and I'm so pleased to be here today with Dana Young, CEO of Apex Technologies. Welcome to the program, Dana.
1: Thank you, Nancy. I'm very glad to be here.
0: Oh, uh, well, thank you again. And um, I'm very happy that Mary Furlong uh, introduced us so we both have an hospitality background and we're gonna dig into that a little bit so tell us about your background
1: you bet um uh, so i've I've been in the technology space for quite some time uh actually added it up here before the podcast thirty two years seems uh seems longer than uh, than uh I would I would like to say <laughs> I guess I have some years <laughs> on me um <laughs> But yeah, uh I've been in uh in various aspects of technology for a long time, but in um, 2015, I got pretty excited about, about the future of voice technology. Um and uh while in, in corporate uh land uh in technology, I started playing around with different use cases for the tech, um kind of behind the scenes. And um one of the things about my background that um that kind of led me down a path was um, I have been running a vacation rental um, property uh, since about 2009. It's like a project that I do with my mom, and we uh, we bought an old lodge um, uh, in a remote area of North Central Washington, and uh, and then sort of rented it out and and made improvements with the money that we got from the from the rental. And as a result, I, I've had this, uh, you know, kind of view into the guest experience, what it's like, you know, to, uh, to run a vacation rental. And I thought, wow, there's a real opportunity here for a voice assistant to be able to help guests with questions about the property and the surrounding area. Um, you know, in a, in a hotel, you have the front desk you can call down. Some of them, the bigger ones, obviously have concierge desks. But uh, when you're staying in a short-term rental or vacation rental, some people use the term Airbnb there's there's not that you know uh, easy connection to to get information. yeah, I, I said about uh, building a platform that um, allows a general purpose voice assistant and we can talk about that um, the difference between general purpose and custom uh, a little later. but basically I said about uh, you know creating, special capability um, where a host can tell uh Alexa for example what uh what sort of questions they want um, her to be able to answer about the property and the local area and then what those answers should be um, in response to guest questions so kind of steered um here for the last you know uh, 10 years or so um really into um into voice and uh, I believe, You know, that there's a a really interesting future for all of us um, with the use of that technology.
0: Well, good. And, you know, we had a conversation uh, about a week ago and it was really interesting and enlightening uh, in regards to what is going on in the voice industry in general. And I want to ask that in a a minute. But tell me about uh, Apex Technologies, uh, where you started, what you're doing in hospitality and why you're looking at senior living as your next move.
1: Sure. Yeah. The, uh, the background that I shared around that vacation rental property essentially led me to build um, version one of a solution whereby this uh, voice assistant could be a, a virtual concierge. Um, and uh, through the course of um, the last few years, we um, got serious about the, um, you know the market. Um, there's there's a, a pretty sizable market. You know there's probably north of seven million vacation rental properties um, in the world, and uh, obviously um, a lot of hotel rooms that could could benefit as well. And so um, yeah, we we set about you know building Apex to begin with, um, with that focus in mind. And uh, as a part of that, the timing worked out really well because. Amazon and what they uh, have been doing with the team that's called Alexa Smart Properties uh, was really just um, just beginning to emerge and and blossom, you know, into um, an organization with some special capabilities. And so we uh, we began working with them four and a half years ago. Um, and uh, through the course of, of the last, um, you know, four years, have uh, really leaned in to that relationship, and a lot of the capabilities um, that are available on our platform with Apex are um, supported by underlying capabilities that Alexa Smart Properties provides. That's kind of the the um, direction that uh, you know that we've been headed down, and um, in the end, you know, we we have this platform that takes all these capabilities provided by um, Alexa smart properties and packages them up in a way that can be easily managed and then we create special capabilities uh, either for hospitality or senior living uh, layered on top of that platform
0: and that uh, that seems to be the future those kind of Partnerships so give us an overview of the voice technology industry and the big players like Amazon and Google what's going on
1: sure generally speaking, there are, as I alluded to earlier, uh, general purpose voice assistant, um, and these are the tech giants um, like Amazon and Google. And then there's um, their custom voice assistants. And these are generally built by companies that are looking to you know, achieve a specific objective using voice technology. And there are a number of platforms out there that have been created um, in the custom uh, voice assistant space to make it easier, you know, for someone that wants to create a custom voice assistant to get started. We've been very pleased, you know, in partnering with with Amazon um, because you get the general purpose voice assistant capability, you know, most people are familiar with, with Alexa and how, you know, you can ask, millions of different questions about all sorts of things and you get access to that to that general purpose knowledge but then these general purpose voice assistants like amazon and google over the course of time have created capability for third-party software companies to be able to create special skills using uh using amazon's terminology um special capabilities that that enhance what the general purpose voice assistant can do in a specific way, right? In a specific use case. And so that's how we've, uh, we've approached building our, our platform is to say let's take the general purpose and then, um, you know, create special functionality on top of it.
0: What occurs to me from the hospitality side of it is uh, my best friend runs a vacation rentals in Carmel um, Mm -hmm. and they have, A really rich history there. Uh, Their family goes back generations in in founding point Lobos. And it would it be possible at that point to put some of that history so that Alexa would be smart enough to tell that story?
1: Absolutely. Um, And you're hitting on something that I think is one of the key aspects of how the value prop for voice technology can be manifested. And that is, it it creates connection. When you do it right, it creates connection. And we can talk about that in sort of different aspects, but specific to your point, um, if you're a guest staying at a vacation rental property and you have just kind of the superficial view of the area, um, then you have one level of experience. But if you understand some of the history about the place that you're staying, and the people that were involved in either building it or making it what it is today, and, um, and and we all love stories, right? And so, if the voice assistant can tell that story, then you feel much more connected. As a result, your vacation is better, and you're far more likely to recommend the place that you're staying, the company that you're uh, booked that you booked it with, um, as well as you know, come again. Um, for for a repeat uh stay so um it's it's also funny you mentioned that example because we I, I mentioned we we restored this old uh this old lodge my my mother and I uh-huh. um and we have a question um that uh guests can ask um tell you know just t- tell me about the history of the place and uh and in response to that question, um, we we tell the story of how, um, the lodge was originally built in the 1930s um, by a, a local lumber, uh, a, a guy that owned a local lumber company and how in the Great Depression, um, in order to keep all of his uh, workers working when orders weren't coming in, um, he built the lodge and had all the wood paneling, you know, done uh, by, by his workers on his dime just to keep them employed. And um, so as people are kind of looking around the woodwork and the lodge, they're hearing the story and feeling that connection.
0: My grandfather was uh, one of the founders of a Quaker-based community uh, outside of Baltimore called Broadmead. And I'm sure a lot of today's residents don't even know the history of how Broadmead came about. You know, it can, mm-hmm. kind of has maybe a little bit of a corporate feel, I'm not going to bash it, but not the same as it was back then. So that, that would translate well. Talk to us about um, some of the hospitality aspects of Apex technologies and how they translate into both senior living and personal home care services.
1: sure. the The connection part that we were just talking about, you know is obviously um, just central to you know the way that we hope the technology can fit um, within uh, senior living use cases. Some of that is related to community building um so you know for example just knowing what's um what opportunities are for you to to be connected um with others that um you know that are, are living there and and how then um the the staff you know can make a difference in um just opening up uh additional visibility uh to allow you to be to feel more connected um the, the same thing is true for, you know, for your family. Um, it's one thing to, uh, you know, re- receive a phone call now and then, but um, with these devices, it makes it very easy to for either side, right? The person who's not living necessarily with the rest of the family uh, to be able to just open up a conversation and then all of a sudden, you know, have... Um, their, their family appear on the screen with these multi what we call multimodal devices, which is a screen plus voice technology combined. Um, and then you know easy for the family to um say, you know um, Alexa call grandma or call grandpa and and have that um, friction removed from the process just the, the, it's all in the end about um, trying to make it as easy as possible to connect.
0: Exactly. Our our season 11 partner, CareFeed, has a, a family portal and you do as well at Apex Technologies. It seems to be uh, this transparency and um, interoperability between home, fam- family use and whatever resident or even hotel guests. So that, that kind of seamlessness is a trend. Is that a trend you're seeing?
1: It is. And the, the way that screens and voice tech work together in in these two use cases is I guess a, a good thing to point out too, because if you look at um, a hospitality use case, generally speaking, you know, the, the person um, that's arriving as a guest doesn't know w- what sort of things they can ask, right? Of the voice assistant. and um, And so t- you can prompt them with a rotating carousel of images that provide examples of the kinds of things that they can ask about. For example, at our place, um, it may not be obvious that you could ask Alexa about the history of the lodge, right? Um, But with um, a picture that we have up uh, of the, you know, original Biles uh, family um, around the fireplace, and then the prompt, um, you know, to hear more about the history, just say, Alexa, you know, tell tell me about the history. Um, now all of a sudden they have ways that they see that they can get engaged and then uh kind of achieve that connection. Um in senior living, um, you know, the the ability to provide reminders um so that even if you know um you know how to do something, but you can't quite remember, you know, how. Um, the the mechanics of you know just asking the right question or using the right words to get information. If you see it on the screen, um, it, it can prompt. Okay, yeah, that's how I do that. And um, as a result, um, then you know you you have that th- that place where you can get more easily connected and um, break through some of the technology you know inhibitors or Fear of technology that um, sometimes exists with with uh, other solutions, um, where you can just kind of see an example and then say it with your voice, um, and then you know begin kind of that that initial point uh, that that eventually will lead to greater connection through the conversation.
0: Yes, and and most of the technology experts that we've had on the program over the past few seasons have been excited about voice for older adults, most specifically, I mean, for everyone, but certainly for older adults. So let's get a little more granular into a senior living community. We we discussed last time we spoke that integration is a big issue. Um, adoption, Capital X, you know those kind of things for technologies. So, uh, how would you integrate with some of the other technologies out there that that are already in a community, and what would be the process to to get you up to speed?
1: The way that we um, handle integration on the hospitality side is um, is through you know the the reservation calendar at its core. Because the reservation calendar has information about um, the you know, arrival date, departure date, the guest name, things like that. On, on the senior living side, um, it would be much the same. We use a, um, a, a standard interop uh, capability called ICal um, for the hospitality side. Um, but with uh with senior living, I think we, you know, we we look to build on that with um. The integrations into some of the uh, management systems that are used at um, at different organizations. If it's home care, um, we may uh, find that having a just a calendar of reminders is um, the best use of that integration. So that as you know, a um, a resident is looking ahead uh, to you know what time a care provider. Um, might be coming or what days um all that information is is built in to the system and so they can ask a variety of questions about you know uh, who's coming today or um what you know when's the the the, the um next time that um someone's coming the, those kinds of questions can all be handled through um the automation that would come from that calendar integration so
0: that's yeah and, yeah. And the one thing that we didn't mention before is um, that it 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 alleviates some of the burden on staffing, which is is clearly the largest industry and pain industry pain point these days.
1: (laughs) Yes, you know the ways in which we can help kind of bifurcate um, between really urgent uh, issues that you know um, that do require immediate attention, and so you know if you're using a, a pull cord system. Um, you really want um, those engagements to be um, something where the staff has the bandwidth, you know, to react very quickly. Um, and whenever those capabilities are used for less um, urgent situations, you know, even um, just companionship, um, it it sort of takes away uh, from a staffing model, from an ability to offer the high level of care, you know, that um, that, that we all want. Um, so, you know, if we can, again, kind of split off, bifurcate the, the capabilities of um, engagement and and connection and, and, you know, getting good information and offload some of that through the voice assistant, um, then that ends up resulting in, you know, the same information being provided, um, but doing so in a much more, economical way from a staffing model and allowing folks to focus on those, um, those urgent uh, items, um, you know, with more of their time.
0: Yeah. That, that, that human element. And if you ask some of the um, senior living operators, the corporate people that like looking forward, what will have to happen in the industry? A lot of the talk is around having um, twice the performance out of a, a single employee today. So it's like, how can you create efficiencies and use these different technologies to alleviate day-to-day responsibilities, so that they can do what they do best, which is the human element.
1: Right. Yeah, I've heard you know stories um, from different stakeholders in this in this um, you know ecosystem, where you know one particular set of questions ends up chewing up a a good chunk of staffing you know time um just creating um kind of an an operator, you know, uh, where you're you're routing calls and information um that can be automated um is a is a big time sink and um you know some some of it I I'm also not blind to the fact that um some of it is you know education that's necessary in order to reestablish, Patterns of behavior, right? And yeah. um, when you're used to doing certain certain things a certain way, um, it's sometimes hard to change. This isn't a you know magic wand. Um, the in order to uh, incorporate voice technology, voice assistance uh, in a way that's really going to help, um, it does require um, some you know some training and some uh, some s- staff to be there to help people kind of make the transition. So. I sort of get yeah. that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't come in guns a blazing and change everything. But um, looking forward, what do you uh, what do you see uh, voice technology being in in ten years down the line?
1: Ten years? Uh, I used to think that was a really long time, um, <laughs> <laughs> but now um, you know it, it, it seems like it flies by. That being said, I do believe that um, some of the underlying capabilities are in place where we're gonna start achieving what um, some term is ambient computing. Um, ambient computing is just where the capability exists, um, but it exists kind of behind the scenes. It's not so obvious. Uh, there may not even be a voice assistant device, you know, in, in 10 years. So for example, um, capabilities can use existing screens you know um like like the tv and maybe even multiple tvs where uh depending on where you're at in uh, your house or apartment you know it's routing the uh the screen based information to the to the correct place um and then yeah there's a you know an array of uh intelligent connected microphones um that have privacy architected into the system from day 1 and with that um you know you're able to to achieve what we're doing today with voice assistance but we're doing so you know in front of a device um and you're you're um, interacting uh with the device you can do so from across the room from your um you know your your chair and you don't have to get up and be in front of the device uh the these far field uh, recognition uh, microphones that have um, been made available, you know, in the last 10 years, make that possible. But um, more and more, I see the technology kind of fading into the background and being less obvious. And I think that ultimately will um, will give us all, you know, greater uh, confidence and uh, and just the ability that uh, you, you think about, you know, in from a Star Trek movie, um, not too many years ago, um, is probably within grasp, you know, in the next uh decade or so.
0: Well, given the way travel is, it would be really nice to be able to beam ourselves up, huh?
1: <laughs> that one might be a little longer.
0: <laughs> um, so anyway, Dana, what gets you most excited these days?
1: You know, right now, in terms of um, the evolution of, of Apex technologies and how we're um, you know embracing the use cases where we might be able to really make a difference in senior living. um it's it's around finding partners where we think we can do something really interesting together. You know the old adage, and if you can take one plus one and make it three, um, that's a that's a really cool thing. And you know as we get into conversations with potential partners, you know, those are the areas where I think um, it gets me the most excited about uh, um, what we can do and and the, and the good that we can have um, based upon the work that we've sort of already done on the hospitality side and how it can be leveraged in senior living.
0: Well, I think that's why Mary Furlong was so excited uh, for me to interview you. And um, she's been called the glue that holds the whole industry together. So I'm sure you're in the right place. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it uh, it's been great to work with Mary and have um you know these these new points of connection where um you know we can explore how to to really leverage take advantage of the investments that have been made and and do so in a way that by ourselves Apex would never be capable of but also you know uh with a partner um just having access to to the tech that we have there's um, there's a lot of really interesting things that um that are coming out as as examples of uh, ways that we can make a difference.
0: Well, I'll be introducing my friend from Carmel to you and in the meantime, and hopefully (laughs) uh, we'll um, be working together down the line in senior living and uh, personal home care, which is a whole, whole new uh, industry coming out. So thank you, Dana, so much for joining us today.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. It was a real pleasure.
0: You've been listening to the glowing older podcast.